So I've been telling Kevin this idea a long time about what to do when your prospect <laughs> goes to you. So I just wrote this fantastic article. Stephen slapped his name on it, and uh, it's called – all right. Kevin's got a lot of experience being ghosted in a dating sense. <laughs> but, uh, I'm Stephen. And I'm Kevin. In today's episode of The Stephen and Kevin Show, we're going to discuss what to do when a prospect ghosts you and some New Year's resolutions for each other. Welcome back, everybody. Episode number 61 of the Stephen and Kevin Show. Today, we've got an interesting topic uh, really linked to the idea of pipeline management. Yeah, this is going to be a fun topic. Uh, we're going to talk about what to do when a prospect goes to you, which is basically they stop responding to you. Before we get into that today, we're going to talk a little bit about you know New Year's resolutions, and we decided that'd be kind of fun to give each other New Year's resolutions. So, um, you know, Stephen, I think you had... Well, all of 30 minutes to think about a resolution for myself. I feel like I've been set up for this. When Kevin walks into my office and he's like, hey, man, I, I got a good idea to kick off the show today. We should uh, give New Year's resolutions to each other. So I'm like, yeah, I'll take the bait. But it t something tells me you already have something planned here. I heard it on a radio show. I thought, hey, that's a really clever idea. We should do it for our show. So that's we just I came, came off. If you caught last episode, we talked. Uh, I talked with Matt Oxley, mm -hmm. about mindset, goal motivation, New Year's resolution. Uh, much of that advice was aimed at Kevin. So <laughs> I'm, I'm out on it. I'm out on paternity leave and <laughs> I become the, the brunt of all the jokes. But but in general, I think I, I typically am the brunt of a lot of jokes. Um, but um, no, I by the way, it's so much easier being back. It's so much easier being in the office and working than it is to be at home with a newborn and with kids. So hats off to parents who work at home. And that I mean, it to me, I, I'm like at work now and it feels like. I'm on vacation. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Have a cup of coffee. You know, yeah. Talk to other adults. Exactly. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, late on me, Kevin. What can I be doing better okay. this year? Well, glad that you asked, Stephen. <laughs> so, I have a little folder here. Stephen's his personnel folder. Oh, boy. And, yes, you have been set up, my friend. Let's take a look here. So, start with some New Year's resolutions for Stephen here. <clears throat> Number one, clean your garage. Clean my garage, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it gets a little dirty in there. <laughs> yeah. You have a lot of kids' toys. Uh, number two, I think you should w wash your dishes and when you're here at the office. What do you think about that one? I, yeah, I've been known to have a couple of coffee <laughs> mugs on my desk. Chew with your mouth closed. Is that a good one? All right. No, I'm just joking. That was a mess. Stop collecting those WrestleMania figures. Uh, not true. <laughs> Stop talking to everyone about Bitcoin. And Not how true. you're in a Bitcoin investor. No, this... Uh, <laughs> okay, I did set him up. Here. All of those are jokes. Um, maybe... Um, here's a real one. Here's a real one. Um, you know, maybe have a little bit more fun. <laughs> Your face when we get into this. Uh, no, no, but no, maybe you just you know, loosen up a little bit. You know, maybe I'm a little too on the loosey goosey side, but uh, yeah, that's, that'd be my only one. <sighs> What do you got? I, I just racked my brain. <laughs> racked my brain. I couldn't think of a lot of things that you I think could... your response, you know, it makes me feel like my resolution, you know, really hit home. Like it really 
set getting at your core? No, typically what you do when somebody gives you a resolution is you try to think about why they're wrong and why you should keep <laughs> being you. Uh, now, my resolution for Kevin was going to be, hey, when it's when it's lunchtime and you know you're planning to go work out, a resolution for you would be to stop coming by my office and say like, hey, uh, what are you doing for lunch today? Fishing for going out to lunch instead of doing your daily workout that I know you want to do. Actually, that's a really good one, and I do that. I look for an excuse not to do my hey, daily Hey, anybody uh, going to lunch? Any Need me to take over a project over lunchtime? You, you know, and you look at me. I mean, I just totally – I took it. I embraced it. You know, embraced the new – but the other right. New Year's resolutions are obviously jokes, but um, I did think about one, maybe um, watching your kids more, you know, so they don't knock down our set and things like that. That's a, little, a good one. A little bit more Definitely parental supervision. One. Okay. So let's get into today's actual topic. And that is going to be, you know, what, what do you do when a prospect ghosts you? So we've all, let's talk about the scenario, Stephen. Can you paint the picture of? I've never actually experienced it. <laughs> but, uh, no. Yeah. So the scenario here, you've been ghosted, right? Meaning they stopped returning your phone calls, your texts, your emails. Yeah. Now, in this scenario here, we're talking about somebody that you have had an actual business meeting with. You, you've sat down, you've talked uh, about their finances, you've shared a little bit about what you do professionally. Maybe you've had even two or three meetings with them, but at some point they discontinued the conversation and you're stuck wondering why that happened and how do I follow up? And that's where we're coming in today. I'm sure you've worked with coaching clients who've experienced this, right? Where they're like, oh gosh, all of a sudden they're just not returning my calls anymore or they scheduled a follow-up meeting with me and – they canceled it last minute, and we haven't been able to get a hold of them. Well, and it's, I have to think it's one of the most unfair c- questions you get as a coach because yeah. nine times out of ten, 99 out of 100, I might even say, the person, the advisor in this scenario has already blown it. Mm-hmm. Right? Something already went fatally wrong here. Right. And you're being asked, hey, I've been tracking this guy down for a long time now. You know, I've, been, <laughs> I've been trying to call. What do I do now? It's like, what am I going to tell you that's going to help you resurrect this opportunity knowing that it's already blown? That's interesting to think about preventative versus prescriptive measures. And right now we're talking about like prescription of you have the scenario. How do you deal with it? We'll talk about preventative. Later. Yeah. So let's say it is what it is. You've made, you've met with this person and you're, you're now scratching your head as to why they're not returning your, uh, your call. So you've met, let's say, uh, hypothetically, Kevin, you and I meet. I'm the advisor. You're the prospect. Uh, we meet. I follow up with you and I try to set a secondary appointment with you. I don't really hear anything back. Yeah. I check in with you the following, maybe a few days later, maybe a week later. Hey, Kevin, I hadn't heard from you. Let's get some time on the calendar. What works for you? Still keep ghosting you. Didn't hear anything back. And by the way, this could be by telephone. This could be by um, email. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Ghosted nonetheless. Let's say I reach out to you again, and it's becoming evident that Kevin is just not that into me. Right. Right. Kevin is blowing me off for whatever reason. What do I do at that point? I've got a couple of options. I could follow up with him for the rest of my life. And, and, so, and so, some advisors do that. Right. Uh, and probably ruin my positioning. I think that's a good point. So, I mean, let's think about why someone does it in the first place. Like, so why would I be doing that? Mm-hmm. Well, one, I, I could, and I think this is probably the most common, is I'm just avoiding confrontation. Maybe I decided I really don't want to work with you, but I don't want to tell you, hey, I'm not going to work with you, Stephen. So I'm just hoping that over time you give up. Mm-hmm. That could be one option. Yeah. Right. Second option could be that I haven't made my decision yet. Mm-hmm. I, I could be interviewing a couple of different advisors. I haven't really come to a decision, so I'm not sure which direction exactly I want to go. Mm-hmm. Third option is I could have some life event going on and something else that's on my mind, and, and I put this on the back burner for just a, a, 
a moment in time. Yeah, maybe you're moving. Maybe you had an illness in the family. Exactly. Pipe burst. So after three of those follow-ups, right, then we're going to move into one of these strategies. And um, we'll, we'll walk you through each one. And I think your strategy depends upon your personality and probably the relationship you have had with that person to date. Yeah, but your objective is uncovering the truth. I love that. I want to know why. That. Why yeah. are you not responding to me anymore? We had a good meeting. Was it something I said? Was it uh, the fees? What, what What was it? Why aren't yeah. you in contact now? Uncover the truth. Isn't that funny? You can't and we deal handle with it too. the truth. We deal with it in our, our business too. Like yeah. we, you know, we're in the active game of quote unquote prospecting. Sure. We like signing new clients to our business. Check out our coaching page if you haven't already. But you know, there are times where you have a good call with somebody and you're like, Hey, we really connected. We had a lot of good conversation about how we could help. I think there's a perfect match here. And whoa, she's not returning my call. He's not emailing me yeah. back. Like what's what gives? And there are times where you find each of these scenarios as to why play out. There's sometimes where they just made their decision and they're never going to work with you and that's all all well and good. Right. There are other times where the life event gets in the way and they get back to you later and say, hey, sorry for the, the radio silence. Mm-hmm. And there are other times where they're just still contemplating and they come back to you even after you've long forgot about them and they're ready to engage. You just don't know. So let's, uh, you know, let's look at this as t- in terms of the final message strategy because mm-hmm. I think that's the core of the advice today is A, you know, don't follow up too long or too aggressively. Have a three-part follow-up rule that you don't break. Right. After that, you're done, or you're going to look like you're hawking them and, and being a little bit of— You uh, lose your positioning, like yeah. you said. Yeah. So let's say you're, you've got this final message. What is it going to say? Strategy Kevin. one here is, is, is my personal favorite, and that one is shouldering the blame. It's, it's opening up with the prospective client. And, and keep in mind, most of the time, these are going to be emails or voicemails. Right, mm-hmm. like you're going to be calling in. They're not. They're, they're ghosting you anyway, so you're going to be leaving a voicemail. Um, so what you're going to do is give them a uh, be a little vulnerable here and let them know that hey, I realize that I must have screwed something up, and see if they respond. So you might say, Hey, Stephen, hey, I just wanted to reach out. I wanted to apologize. Um, you know, since we were have been unable to connect, I, I feel like maybe I've missed something along the way. I didn't fully understand your needs. I'm assuming. You've probably gone in another direction, and that's okay, I, but I'd value any feedback from you on what I can do better for next time. Do you mind giving me a call back, please? Mm-hmm. And it's – I think you're, you're – again, you, you, your um, pacing, your delivery has to be genuine there. Like, hey, look, I realize that I, I must have screwed something up here. I think the first line is really important too. You got my attention, Kevin, when you started out by saying I just want to apologize because I immediately when I hear your voice on that message again – Mm-hmm. I'm immediately starting to write you off, but then I hear that line, and maybe that gets my attention. Well, I like, yeah, yeah, that's true. So that's why. And look, maybe they call you back and say, "Hey, look, no, 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 I have this going on." <laughs> it right? happens, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. The other, uh, the second strategy we'll share with you today is just the takeaway. Mm-hmm. You pull it back on them a little bit. You might say, "Hey, just a final message here to say I know you're busy. Really think we can help, and I'm going to leave the ball in your court." To just get back at us at your convenience. I think what that also does, even if they don't respond, is it gives you some closure as well. Right, it it tells you that like like I I I've decided at this point that I'm not going to follow up anymore. Yeah, we're not having a lot of false life in our pipeline of people yeah. that I've reached out to seven times. That's right, and they've never gotten back to me. That's not a real prospective client. Yep. Um, strategy number three, and we call this one "time is money," and this is one where I feel like it's more appropriate for someone who has more of a dominant style personality, and you're going to kind of call them out a little bit. So I think I think you have to be careful with this one, but we'll give you the script and. This says, hey, Stephen, hope, hope all is well. Look, I, I don't want to keep contacting you if this isn't a priority right now. In my experience, I've noticed that people have a tendency to procrastinate when it comes to their finances. And 
and it can cost them financially. If this project makes it back to your, the top of your to-do list at some point, please reach out to me directly. Mm-hmm. Wish you the best. That's it. It's, it's more direct and it's, it is kind of calling, calling them out. Yeah. Hey, if you're procrastinating on it, that's your problem. I'm here when you're ready. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. So you, you have to pick your own style for doing it. But the main point here, here is that you have the three part follow up. After that, you give some sort of closure to the process. And like you said, Stephen, your, your objective here is to uncover the truth. Right. So, uh, I'm going to go work on loosening up. <laughs> Say another resolution I have is taking feedback a little more positively. <laughs> I like when I give you your feedback on loosening up, how you get real tight. tight gonna, you know, I did too. And, you know, I'm going to go to the gym today. I'm about to go, go to work out. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm doing some reps there. I'm going to loosen it up. Do you, do, do you, you want to do, do lunch today instead? No. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I'm not doing lunch. All right, cool. This hey. is why you don't give your coworkers uh, New Year's resolutions. You just make your own, you know. <laughs> Mine was good. I thought mine was pretty good. So anyway, thanks for joining us today. Um, if you have a question, you can always use a hashtag Ask Stephen and Kevin on Twitter or on Instagram. We're happy to feature some questions for 2018 on the show.